Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. You seek the cult of Altoria. Yeah. You wish to join? Yes. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, big fanboys. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah, we like what they have to offer. Mm-hmm. For the right price, I would notify you of one of their meetings. 120 gold. Hold that thought. We need to scrounge up some funds, and we will come see you again soon. You guys go on ahead. I just wanted to talk to Blackblade about something. Okay, cool. See you later. I'm looking to check up on some loved ones from back home. I could look into this for you. I think you guys have earned a few days of unpaid vacation. Shaba, I was actually wondering if if we could spend some time training, and if you want to just, like, shoot some arrows at me, and I can see if I can dodge them. I'll spend some time with Ezric. How have you been? Everything's going well. You know, I'm feeling great. Let me see that wound. It seems the curse has taken hold. I'm not cured? When you finally wake up and are able to think straight, Isric comes and explains what they've found. It does indeed seem that there's some sort of residual power left within you from that crystal. Though I hate to say it, you should have access to some of their dark magic. If you could perhaps train yourself to harness this power, it could prove useful. So, master it? So it doesn't take me over And I can use it as a weapon Let's do it (laughs) Seeing as how we have no way to Permanently extract it from you It may be your best choice It makes me think of Did did you guys ever play the Jack and Daxter series? No, No, I never did I played the first one Heard of it So, okay, spoiler alert to Thane Just in case you plan to play the second Jack or the series Yeah, I don't think I'm going to play it at this point (laughs) So in the second Jack and Daxter uh, They experimented on him And he can transform into uh, An evil, dark version of himself There's like this resource Dark Eco, and then he can morph into this Dark Jack. Only if Dark Tokus is like just a more powerful version of you, but you still have control over him, kind of a thing, then it's totally cool. It's kind of what I'm thinking. I want to see, you know, what Dark Tokus is like. Well, no, no, I don't. I mean, we, we don't want to find out what that's like. So you are going to teach me dark magic after all. Hey, Ezric. Oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. Uh, I, <laughs> I cannot teach you dark magic, but I believe you should be able to learn some of it on your own. The dark magic was in you all along. <laughs> Did Tokus realize he was getting more and more evil as the episodes went on? We operated on me just before we got on the ship, so this has been festering for episodes and episodes. Yeah, weeks and weeks. <laughs> Maybe it was, like, slowly happening? You've noticed that it hasn't really healed, but I guess you just didn't think too much about it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really pay attention. So, after several days of intense study and training in your respective schools and guilds and master-apprentice relationships, each of you has advanced, finally, to level four. Level four! Huzzah! Huzzah! All right. Heck yeah, dude. That's what I'm talking about. All right. I suddenly feel more powerful. (laughs) And most campaigns would have gotten here 30 sessions ago. Probably. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But not us. 
We just like to take our time. You gotta savor. Yep. And Champions of the Multiverse were potentially leveling up again after Sam's next session. Mm, that's true. Leveling up to three. After a few days have passed and you've done your respective training sessions, Tokus walks in and sees Shaba shooting Aslo with his bow. <laughs> Aslo! And I don my shield and I rush heroically to try and protect... Aslo, totally out of character for Tokus. You rush in front and the arrow impacts on your shield and is deflected to the side. Dang, Tokus, I almost got him that time. What are you doing, man? <laughs> wow, Tokus, how very heroic and uncharacteristic of you. <laughs> Guys, you know, I've been doing a lot of thinking and, you know, I can't extend this to Stripey, but you know how I was kind of dealing with the whole scared of everything? Yeah. You know, reliving mm-hmm. some of what happened in my childhood. And I guess I just realize how much you guys mean to me, even though I'm a little bit of a narcissist. I mean, we come on, we all know that at this point, but I think that it's important for me to learn how to protect you guys and actually do that. And I'd like to start today. Why don't you shoot him again, Shava? I meet eyes with you, Tokus. I lock eyes and I toss my bow on the ground and I stride over to you really oh. quickly. Uh, and I'm I lean down with my arms open wide. And a big smile on my face. And then I grab you by the throat and I pick you up and I say, Who are you and what have you done with Tokus? Uh, <laughs> stop. Well, you know, I am dark Tokus now, but oh, oh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Shaba, Shaba, put him down. What are you doing? All right, I let you down. Oh, okay. I try to <clears throat> clear my throat. Now that I'm infused with dark magic, we'll touch on that later. Don't worry. But I feel as though I really need to give back to my friends. And I'm, I'm really nothing without you guys. <laughs> You've suddenly become good now that you have dark magic in you. Now that I'm evil. <laughs> and, and I want to be a better gnome. I want to protect you guys. Minus Stripey, I want to be there for you. <laughs> okay, maybe you are Tokus after all. <laughs> so why don't we get back to training? All right, if you really are Tokus, you'll know the answer to this question. What kind of check... Does every gnome make as soon as he goes underground? Shaba, that's a cave check, and of course I know what that is. Uh, yeah, it's where I munch on the dirt and the pebbles and stuff and tell you things. Pretend like I know something. I mean, yeah. Thank goodness. I really thought it wasn't you for a while. I, c- I couldn't imagine the Tokus I know seeing some of the things that you've just said. Yeah, but on a ser- more serious note, I am dark Tokus now, and I <laughs> take off my chest and my shirt, and I show them my wound in the, in the darkest oh, veins. Oh, Kavaki, man. What? <laughs> Cover that How thing up. How have you let that well, get uh, like that? Uh, goodness. It, it, How could you uh, have possibly gone uh, without seeing a, a doctor? Well, it, it, Kind of came on slowly, you know, over time since we were on the ship and we were adventuring and all these other things. That thing is unsightly, man. And we've bathed together and I haven't noticed it. Yeah, I I don't (laughs) think it's contagious. And Ezra did some experiments on me and yeah, check it out. And uh, I point the crystal at Stripey. No, 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 don't do whatever you're about to do. Don't do it. Oh, okay. Well, how else will I demonstrate the the dark magic? Uh, well, do Aslo. He's been dodging my arrows all all week, all weekend. Yeah, but I don't have to roll to hit for this. But wait, if I dodge it, then it won't work. Yeah, exactly. My point. All right. Well, <laughs> maybe I'll show you guys how it works later in a more appropriate setting, like actual combat. Well, I'm fed up with Aslo for dodging my arrows, so I'm hoping that he won't dodge this. That's what I'm getting at here. Mm, fair enough. Okay. And I attempt to hex Aslo. 
Now, wait just a second here. Whoa! <laughs> I mean, we're all in the safety of the Sapphire Sabres training gym, so anything that happens here can be undone by some form of magic, I'm sure. So just don't worry about it. Yeah, and don't worry. It should fade in about an hour. Mm. In about an hour? What are you about to do to me? And then I turn into dark tokus for a moment, and I, my voice gets deeper. <sighs> and I take out the crystal, and I... Let's see if this works. And I activate the crystal uh, magic that Ezric taught to me, and I pointed it at Aslo. Dang. That's dark. <laughs> so I get to pick what he's going to be weaker at doing a check of. You should pick charisma. Okay, that's a saving throw of some kind, right? Not that I'm aware of. I thought it was just a debuff. Yeah, no save. Joke's on you, Aslo. You can't dodge it. <laughs> what? I try to dodge and it doesn't work. Oh, no. <laughs> Does he just get like a little cult mark on his forehead? <laughs> it just feels the gloom, kind of shadowy vision. Oh, I wouldn't have done that to Aslo if I th- knew it was going to make him sad. <sighs> Thanks a lot, Tokus. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys ever noticed how life is really dry, man? Yeah, let's let's take him outside. Let's get him a little bit of sunshine, a little yeah. bit of vitamin D, some pep. Aslo, give me a bardic inspiration, and I will f- I'll hold up a mirror so that it'll reflect back onto you. <laughs> okay, Shaba, you're uh, you're pretty much the coolest ever, I guess. Okay, just say that to me, but pretend my name's Aslo, and look in this mirror while you're saying it. Aslo, you're pretty much the coolest guy ever, I guess. <laughs> Does it work? No, you'd feel very uninspired. Oh, <laughs> oh man. He just hangs his head and, and walks away. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't I didn't mean it. No. Aslo. That wasn't exactly what I meant when I said that you felt the gloom on you. <laughs> so you spend some more time training, finishing up your experimentation and practice with your newfound magic. Yes. Yes. We do that. Unless you guys want to go see the king. We should go see the king soon, but let's check the job board first. Yeah, let's check the job board. I have a good feeling about this. We can talk to Drake. The Drake. Drake the Snake. (laughs) The adventurer formerly known as Drake? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I used to be known as the Drake. Ooh, we have some new quests available So you head over to the job board and you see that mostly it's notices at the moment, but there are a few bronze commissions remaining Mm. and one bounty. So feel free to pour over that. I'm always amazed how good these guys were writing the job board. It almost looks as though it's typed. (laughs) (laughs) They do have exquisite handwriting Yeah All of these different things are posted on different pieces of paper That are just kind of tacked onto the board and all over the place Yeah Mm. Dude, man Look at this news Mm. Guys, did you know that orcs are planning to invade Waspel? Wait, what? Yeah, did you know that there have been cult activities? Uh, poor Waspel. And that the zombie outbreak that originated in Western Dynesia has been linked to that cult? The cult of, Act- of Altoria? Oh my Wait, gosh. they know it's Altoria? Also, yeah, I mean, the Narmic River has been polluted with an unknown agent that's seemingly related to the zombie infestation Dude. caused by the cult. You're right. Yeah, there's war in the country of Dynesia, which has suffered greatly due to the cult's activities. And 
A tribe of cloud giants in the Verdant Ridge is continuing <laughs> its northward migration and was last sighted near the eastern Dinesha Aravec border. I hate cloud giants! <laughs> and then I, I think about how much I hate cloud giants and I drop to my knees and shake my fist at the ceiling of the <laughs> Sapphire Saber <laughs> Guildhall. Oh, giants! And I what does Felmendar have to do with this? I just hate, out of it. Every time I hate something, I just say his name because it feels so good. It just gets it all out, you know. It's like a, it's like therapeutic. Yeah, so so true. Ooh ooh, Aslo, what do you think of this part? And I point to the bounties. Ooh, dude, that is awesome. The bounties, Sahuagans. The Sahuagan attacks have been traced to their underwater city, several miles off the coast of. Crydell. Dude! The guild is offering a bounty of three gold pieces per Sahuagan or 350 gold pieces for the death of the Sahuagan Baron, courtesy of the Merchant's Guild. Dude, what? What? How, <laughs> that do, we sounds go, awesome. how do we go underwater to the underwater Sahuagan city? Where's Drake? I don't know. Let's ask Harry Potter. Yeah, where's the Drake? Hey, Drake. Drake, uh, bartender man who does the job board thing. Drake. Where are you? You see him cleaning some glasses. (laughs) Drake, you have to tell me. I grab him by the collar and pull him real close. He slaps you in the face. (laughs) (laughs) And I look at him dead in the eye and I say, Drake, how do you get to the underwater city of the Sahuagin? Please tell me. It's several miles off the coast of Crydell. Well, that would be up to you, wouldn't it? Uh, oh, okay. So we'd have to, like, figure out how to breathe underwater or learn. Hey, guys, maybe we should go back and like not level up yet and we should all learn how to breathe underwater as part of our leveling up to Ooh, perfect. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, that's that's totally how the rules work of this game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hmm. I mean, there are all sorts of magic items and spells that can grant one the ability to breathe underwater. Ah. Uh, okay. Good to know. I mean, you do know in order for us to kill the Baron, we have to kill all of their guardsmen, right? Mm. It's not going to be an easy task. Yeah, but I mean, that's cool. If you've already taken a Sahuagin spouse as you planned, or maybe this is where you meet her. <laughs> maybe we go on this quest and this is this is your ultimate destiny. Shava, I'm not going to marry a Sahuagin. <laughs> but, but secretly, Tokus has been having random dreams where he actually is marrying a Sahuagin. You know, and, and not on purpose, just, you know, in deep sleep. There's just something about the way she gurgles. Well, you know, she just really gets me, Shava, in ways that you don't. Yeah, I mean, I get that i understand i like the look of your scales in the moonlight (laughs) and every day in my dream every day is like a beach vacation yeah the way that your scales glisten in the bathtub when you're just living living in our bathtub because you have to be in water at all times (laughs) and tokus kind of snaps out of his daydream and comes back into reality and says okay guys so we're bronze right Mm mm-hmm yep so these are quests for people of our level. Okay, yeah, we've got three quests. Go for it. Let, yeah, let's see what we got. All right, so first, the were-rats in the sewers. A group of were-rat thieves has been operating out of the sewers in inept. Payment will be 75 gold, a jar of bottled sleep. What? Whoa. That's useful. Hey, you know, some sometimes you just got to sleep. <laughs> After the elimination of the were-rats, reports indicate the group numbers approximately half a dozen Silver or magical weapons will be required to deal with the threat. Yeah, about that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think I, uh, I think I remember learning that one back in Bard's college. You, uh, in order to kill a were 
being, you have to do so with a silver or magical weapon. All right, everybody empty your pockets. Give me all your silver coins. We're going to the uh, to the smithy to have them <laughs> melted down into little blades. That's true. We could do that. That's kind of cool. Or, Shaba, we could go check out Hamel's Rock. Apparently, there's a small tribe of gnolls harassing the travelers. Ah. Wow, the town is paying 150 gold to anyone that can kill them or just drive them off. Dang, man. Right? That's a big chunk of change, at least to us. Yeah. Well, how about this last one? Lady Restuvius has an awesome name, and she has commissioned various <laughs> objects from craftsmen in Erenth and Bathinter, and seeks a well-armed and experienced team to retrieve the items and return them safely to her. One-way usage of the Merchant's Guild teleportation circle what? will be provided what? from the to wherever. One. Who cares? Let's do this Dude, one, Dude, yeah, that should have been the first <laughs> sentence at the very top of the job board. It should have just said teleportation circle, and that's it. And then see, As like, jumping up and down. Yeah, with, guys, a, with a little guys. asterisk that says see below. Teleportation circle. I was about to say, before you read that, I was about to say, man, all these cool side quests that are distracting us from our main quest of infiltrating the, the, the cult. But this is like another cool side quest. This is way yeah. more important than our main quest. Yeah. Well, wait, 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 Shaba. And Toka starts calculating and it said, okay. Okay. If we read the rest of that, apparently, if we return the goods safely... The guild returns payment in the form of 60 gold and one ring of water walking. Now, that ring of water walking makes me think of the Safagan bounty. And, and we could just give you the ring, shop, and you could just start shooting arrows into the water. Dude, okay, so what is a ring? <laughs> does a ring of water walking just let you walk on top of the water, or does it let you walk through the water? It lets you walk on the surface of any liquid. Okay, okay, so it wouldn't actually let us get to the Safagan city, but it's something. Related to water. Hmm. But it is really cool. Yeah, it's awesome, too. I mean, we were going to commission Blackblade to, you know, check out what the cult was up to and kind of give us an edge. Mm -hmm. Just just think about it. They're already mobilizing to fight the cult. We, we got to get in on this. We need to talk to the king before we miss the boat. Yeah, we need to do that, but all I want to do all of these quests. They all sound cool. Yeah, it's true. Can we can we just ride the teleportation circle back and forth a couple of times like just for funsies and then be like, "Hey, sorry, we <laughs> forgot. We had we double booked ourselves. We got something else going on across the kingdom. We can, we sorry." And then just go leave. If you'll look, you'll notice that it says one-way usage of the merchant's guild teleportation circle will be provided. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so we can only go all the way there, and, and then we'll have to walk back. If you look at the map, Bethinter is actually the country to the northeast, and Eranth is to the north. Okay. So this is a long trip. The return trip, assuming you passed through both countries, would probably take a week and a half to two weeks. But I would point out to Aslo that Bethinter is the country where you heard Ildrazar is. Hmm, okay. And you would be just over a day away after you teleported there. Dang, Ooh. dude. Could do a little bit of double dipping. I mean, that secret city that we don't know exists, because only Aslo does. Well, did you talk to Stripey yet? Maybe he knows something. Oh, yeah, I asked Stripey, and he's like... <laughs> and I'm like, crap, the spell wore off, like, a long time ago, like three days ago. <laughs> and I don't remember uh, what... And, and I have no idea. No, I, I would have asked him that night outside the Salted Slug, and he would have said... He would have chittered, and I would have been like, yeah, he doesn't know anything. Oh. Well, we should make an itinerary here, guys. You know, I 
I definitely think we should get the ball rolling on talking to the kin, you know, that would get us, you know, back to talking to Blackblade. But, you know, where does this all lead? Well, so uh, as I see it right now, our main quest is getting the king to finance our infiltration of the Altorix, right? Because clearly it's much better, A, if he knows what we're doing, and B, if we can act directly as spies. But we have a lot of very cool side quests to do. Yeah. Like, we have to do all, we have to claim all of these side quests before another adventuring party comes in here and sees this board. Matter of fact, I rip the, the whole sheet down and I look around for other copies of it. And the various Yeah, sheets. and rip them all down. And I'm like, we, uh, we would like to take all of these quests, but we can't do them all right now. But we will eventually like to do every one of them. Please. Well, time is of the essence on some of these things. Definitely. definitely. And didn't I tell you not to rip those down? <laughs> um, maybe? I can't recall exactly. So, wait, wait, wait. You were saying time is of the essence on some of these. So which, yeah, which ones? Well, let me see those. Here you go. He looks over the papers. I rip another copy down and give it to him. Well, there aren't too many who are willing to deal with the were-rats at this point. At least, not among the bronze class. Hmm. It's possible that one of the higher class ones will decide to take that on, though. Wait a minute, wait a minute, guys. We have a magic weapon. We do. Sort of. Yeah, and we could also, like I said, find some silver, and uh, we could silverize some daggers or something, or we could figure out how to how to get that done. I'm sure Almar would know some type of smithy that could help us out with that. The other question is... How can we best utilize our knowledge of local geography to do all these quests in one sweep? So I roll out a map, and uh, so we got the sewers of Nanept, right? That's right in town. We knock that That's out. That's right, right under our feet. Yeah. Then we check out Hamel's Rock, which is to the north, on the, along the north road. I was looking for that. I can't, uh, couldn't find it. It's just north of Labic Mine. Ah. Ah, I see. Lady Restuvius likes to have her purchases delivered promptly. Ah. If you took the request on, you would be expected to leave within a few days. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, so what if we're coming from Bathenter? That's a long way away. So I think we would have to do the Lady Restuvius quest last, right? Because the were-rats originates here in Inept, then Hamel's Rock is north of Lobbock Mine. So we'd have to go over there and then come back and take off. If you walked along the road, that would be three days each way. If you tried to cut through the plains and woods, it would be a little over two days each way. Oh, to Lobbock, to Hamel's Rock? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So You know, I don't think we're supposed to try to pull off all of these. I mean, I like your gumption, but... Yeah, you're showing some good initiative, Shaba. I'm just wondering about, yeah, because it would be there and back. And then if we take the teleportation circle, that's certainly the most direct route. But uh, it would just be a matter of getting back. Yeah. If only Tokus and I knew that there was a sweet lost city up by the teleportation circle, that would really get our motivations up to, to do that quest. Yeah, I just don't feel compelled to teleport to the middle of the north and yeah, I don't, the middle of fall. Right, when it's winter's coming, as they say. Yeah. You know, it's, it is cold up there, and it's only collecting art or whatever for this lady. But, hey, guys, you know, I was thinking the other day I found out about this cool lost city uh, out there. Wait, and, what? Um, yeah. A lost city? Yeah, like this guy, 
he told me about it and like there's like this lost city with like a well and like some evil stuff down there that we could kill wait what wait uh, the, like the other day like a couple of days ago yeah what you're talking about? like you know the other day like, like just this would have happened when you disappeared in glass rock would it <laughs> it was sometime in the range of a few hours ago to like several weeks ago wait okay wait, glass rock <laughs> You know how long ago that was, wait, asshole? Who said anything about Glassra? <laughs> it was some recent event, okay, in which I learned out learned about the city. And dude, what if we went down there and we like fought some stuff, and then we, you know, like took some uh, sprinkled some water in a well or something, and like got to cast a spell off of it? Wouldn't that be cool? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, that would be awesome. But like, how do you know all that stuff? And what kind of spell are you talking about? And what would be the purpose of doing this? Um, to uh, be really powerful and stuff, obviously. Okay, all right, I'm with you so far. Can we get a little bit more yeah. detailed, perhaps, in our description? Like, okay, so some random dude on the street came up to you and told you about this? <laughs> How do you even know this is legit? Okay, all right, listen. We're gonna, I'm going to go back to, to basics here. Okay, so, yeah, back when, you know, like a few weeks ago, back when we were in Glass Rock, I talked to this guy. He was kind of like a priestly type dude or a wizard or something. Um, <laughs> a priest or a wizard and, or something? Yes, okay. same thing. Yeah, basically no, the same thing, yeah. Yeah, so he was a priest, and he mentioned, just offhand, uh, the old dwarven homestead underground called Ildrazer. Ildrazer. And in this place, um, there are supposedly holy relics that could be down there, or other things. The problem is, it was taken over by beings from the underworld, so you'd probably have to fight them off first. But, basically, it would be a really cool place to visit otherwise. Why does that name ring a bell, Ildrazar? I feel like maybe I heard some one of the old storytellers in my tribe talk about it once, or maybe twice. Really? It rings a bell, but I don't know anything about it beyond beyond the name. You want to make a history check? Uh, I don't know much about history, don't know much biology, um, but I do know that Amen. I love Ildrazar, and my history <laughs> check was a nine. Why don't you let me do that history check, Shaba? Yeah, maybe maybe someone in the tribe told you about it, Tokus. <laughs> what did you get again, Shaba? A nine. Okay, mine was mine was worse. <laughs> Why don't you let me do that history check, <laughs> Tokus? Haven't you already done that? Probably, but I got a fourteen. Actually, a fifteen. He probably already told you as much as you would be able to learn from that, anyway. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was probably just an offhand mention in some old story or something. But uh, anyway, it sounds super awesome. Thanks for telling us about it, Aslo. Like right, like yeah. like very much like soon after you heard about it. That's cool. I'm glad you. <laughs> yeah, I'm I mean, glad you definitely told a... us and didn't hide it from us for a long time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was, it was awesome. definitely within a reasonable time frame, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Well, I have no reasons to hide any information from you mm. at all, so yeah. Um, yeah. that's why. That's why I told you right away. <laughs> okay. Trying to count the days, and it's been like three and a half weeks. Yeah. Since <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> well, that uh, changes things a bit, I-, I would say. It does, it does. And just you know, a note to self and to you guys, we should probably bring some holy water with us just in case we run into anything unholy down there. 
I swore off holy water a long time ago. All right, fine. I'll I'll be the one that gets the holy water then. Okay. Why don't we jot this down? I don't think we can make any decisions until we notify the king, right? Yeah, I think that would be the first thing to do. Well, you know what? I think the king maybe has enough of a handle on the cult's activities. Clearly, if news has spread to the Sapphire Saber, then the king knows enough to make them aware of it. Or people are starting to know enough about them to become aware of it. So if we're not going to go ahead with the infiltration plan right away, then maybe we don't meet with the king just yet. Maybe we save that for when we return. Yeah, fair enough. I do think the teleportation quest seems cool. Yeah. I would like to do it, even though it kind of inconveniences us for some of the others. Yeah, I don't know. Teleporting across kingdoms to a lost city sounds pretty friggin' sweet to me. <laughs> Why don't we take out the were-rats before we do it? Yeah, just because yeah, we're here. Yeah, I agree. Yes. Yeah. That would be a nice quick one. Yeah. Just to get warmed up, baby. Get warmed <laughs> yeah. up for the big show. Yeah, we got to try out some of these new abilities. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's go see a smithy about getting some of our weapons silverized. We'll go take out some were-rats. We will teleport to Aranth and or Bathinter. Yeah. We will take care of those things. We will visit Ildrazar while we're out there. And then I suggest we perhaps purchase some horses to expedite our return home. Ah, yeah, some good northern Bethintian horses. Those mm. those things will carry you for miles. Those, those hardy steeds that they oh, are. Oh, yeah. They know what they're doing. We probably only need one. <laughs> just need one because they're so big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably just one yeah. giant horse. <laughs> <laughs> That's called an elephant, Tokus. <laughs> Yeah, you know, just thinking about it, these last couple days I felt a little bit of aimless and, you know, just doing tons of push-ups and tons of shooting Aslo. And now all of a sudden, we have stuff to do. We have a lot on our to-do list. Let's start knocking things out, including were-rats. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I'm in. Let's do it, guys. Let's get down to business. Let's go wear some rats out. But first, we gotta tell them that we're accepting these quests. So I do that. (laughs) Drake, give us these quests now. We accept them. Unconditionally. Well, with the condition that we'll be paid after we're done. Right. (laughs) You really think you can take on all three at once? Nah, dog. Just the wear rats and the retrieve goods from Bethinter and Aranth for Lady (laughs) Restuvius once. The Hamel's Rock will have to wait, even though our good buddy... Uh, I forgot his name is up there in Lavic Mine. <laughs> Nibrin. Nibrin! Yeah, our Nibrin. good buddy, our good, good buddy Nibrin is up there in Lavic Mine, and we need to pay him a visit. Well, it's likely that someone else will pick up the Null request soon. Dang it. Well, you know how Lady Restuvius gets if she doesn't get her goods delivered on time. <laughs> Wasn't he the one who just said that exact same <laughs> yes. thing to us, like, five minutes ago. I'm trying to build some rapport here, Aslo. You should know all about that. <laughs> okay. Right, right. We, we were using body language mirroring techniques and also word mirroring techniques. Just repeating mm. back to what people say to you. <laughs> how to win friends and influence people and all that. <laughs> hey, yeah. Alright. I can see how you could take those two on. You sure you're up to it? Oh, please. Well, we'll soon find out, won't we? We are the bronziest bronze members you've ever seen. Yeah. We're the Triple we're the A team. I don't know if we've mentioned that to you before, but we are. We're those you probably have heard that name bandied about in mixed company. Uh, that's us. Alright then. I will trust your judgment. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I'll hold on to Restuvius's request and have it marked off as one that you plan to take on. 
Okay. But first, deal with the were-rats, and we'll go from there. Might I inquire as to your nearest and cleanest sewer entrance, my good sir? (laughs) Yeah, we don't want to dirty ourselves on this quest at all. (laughs) I just had my armor, my leather armor polished, so prefer not to get it smudged. Yeah, I don't know if I want to take my father's armor down there. Yeah, Togus just had his gnomish chainmail waxed. (laughs) I mean, there are sewer entrances all over the city. Just about any of the grates along the roadway should be able to get you into one, but I suppose if you're looking for a large area to easily enter... And one that we might do so uh, surreptitiously, if possible. Most of those would be down by the waterfront where they empty out into the bay. We have a reputation to uphold, after all. (laughs) The AAA team can't be seen entering the sewers like some common scum. (laughs) Alright, yeah, let's go down to one of those that empties into the bay. Uh, do you have the silver weapons that you need? Uh, no, yeah. So how do we do... Uh, okay, let's go talk to Almar. I need to visit him anyway. The Damage Guild Podcast, where the most magical item of all is your imagination. Welcome back to the Damage Guild Podcast. My name's Jay Stout, and your name is your name. Don't wear it out. Rhymed inadvertently. But never mind that. I've got some very important news to share with you. Do you like listening to this show? Do you like this podcast, The Damage Guild, that you're that we're both listening to right now? That you're listening to me talk about right now? I, I hope so, because this is episode fifty eight. And if you don't like us, you should probably you should probably not have listened to fifty seven and a half episodes. Cause that would be a complete waste of your time. If you would like to listen to more of us and like other stuff besides just our regular episodes, hey, guess what? We have it. We have a, t- a ton more stuff that we recorded sort of behind the scenes. And guess where you can find that stuff? It's on our Patreon. Uh, we just recently started it. And so if you want access to a ton of the bonus episodes that uh, we've recorded, like our initial character creation session, the world building game we played to collaboratively create the world of Chrysanth, in which the campaign is set, and the one-off mini-adventure we played using entirely different characters to introduce Sean to D&D, you can get all that stuff and tons more by going to patreon.com slash damage guild. We've got a campaign that I think is simply splendid with lots of cool perks and rewards at every tier, including some ways to influence the show directly to add your particular flair to the story and lots of other cool stuff. So check us out and consider becoming a guild member. If you do, for as little as $2 a month at the, low, at the bronze tier, you can become a card-carrying member of the Damage Guild. We call them Guilders, so that you can walk around flashing said card and thereby heaping shame upon all your friends and loved ones for not having that card. In fact, all new memberships come with a free deluxe tractor for all that shame heaping you're going to do. Anyway, your support means the world to us. We want to thank you for making us a part of your life. Whatever that means for you, whether you're a guild member or not, whatever we are to you, however we fit into your day, whether you listen while you're battling traffic on your hellish commute, or if we're one of the few distractions from the endless contemplation of the banality of your existence, maybe you're with us in the quiet moments between all the hustle and bustle, whatever the case may be, we are glad to be with you, and we will always be with you, like Obi-Wan Kenobi. (laughs) 
So thank you once more for being with us. Go to the internet and type slash damage guild and find us everywhere we are on, on Twitter, on Twitch, on Facebook, all of those places. We'd love to see you there. Check us out on Discord. Come join the conversation. Be cool with us. And uh, until next time, we hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. And uh, we'll talk to you later. You are listening to the Damage Guild Podcast. So you head over to Almar's shop. You talk to the person who's working the desk, and he lets you in to speak with Almar, who's back in an office. Almar! It's been so long. How have you been? Goodness, it feels like it's been a year. I give him a big hug. How's business, my friend? Things gotten better? It's about as good as it was before. Yeah, that sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we'd helped by doing the whole Sologan thing. Well, the water (laughs) trade routes are still not safe, and Mm. so I've held my ships and kept them from sailing out. Ah, man. Well, we'll get to that quest eventually. Maybe. If we can figure out a way to breathe underwater. (laughs) Speaking of breathing underwater, do you have any silver weapons? (laughs) (laughs) I don't personally have any, but... Through my connections, I should be able to find you some, or find a smith who could silver your weapons. Awesome. We have a bunch of silver coins. Well, I have, like, at least nine of them. We go, <laughs> oh, no, wait, I spent five last night at the Sapphire Saber, so I have four of them. So, yeah, a good smithy who knows how to melt down some stuff would be wonderful, if you can recommend somebody. Yeah, one of my friends, Ilnaltel Broadsing. Oh my, that is wow. quite the name. I'm just going to call him <laughs> Illin. Illy. 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 Ill. Yeah. Ilnaltel Broadsing. She has been she. a friend of mine for quite some time and has some unusual skills when it comes to smithing. Yeah. She should be able to help you out with silvering your weapons. All right. She sounds like just who we need. Where can her shop be located here on our quick map? He gives you directions to you know, Smith across the way, up in High Market. Well, Almar, it's good to see you. We really need to catch up, spend some time, grab a couple of brewskis, go uh, go fishing uh, some evening. We're real busy, and we should have done it these last three days when I was just lying around doing nothing and training and stuff. But we definitely need to catch up. May the Ramlord be ever at your back, and uh, may the wind rise up to meet you. May the road rise up to meet you. And the wind blow your hair in such a way that it makes it look cool. (laughs) Yeah, and I hope the kids are doing great. Tell them I said hi, and tell them Stripey says also hi. I appreciate it. The children are doing well, and I look forward to a time when we can once again sit back and enjoy a nice, refreshing night of fishing. And some brewskis. As do I, my good friend. Until we meet again. Well, be sure to tell her that I sent you. She should be able to give you some discount. Ah, I will. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. We will see you soon. And we head to the smithy, the forge. Ills. Illsmith. Ills. Illalnatil. Whoever. Yeah. Broadsing's smithery. Yes. The smith looks a little bit different from most of the ones that you're familiar with. It's just organically shaped, I'll say. The stone's placed in smooth curves and Mm. interesting shapes instead of the typical squares and dome ovens and such. Mm. And you enter the shop to find an elf standing behind the counter. 
She's covered with bits of soot here and there, but quickly brushes them off as you enter. Says, welcome to my smithery. How can I help you? Hi, um, we, uh, I'm a friend of Almar Veckling's. Actually, all of us are friends of Almar Veckling's. Oh, is that so? Yeah, we're in the, uh, in the market for some silver, uh, weapons. We need to fight some bad guys who are causing trouble, and they require fancy dueling weapons to be fought against. Only silver is good enough for them. And so I'd like to have my arrow tips dipped in silver, and we'd like to have some blades silvered as well. Our enemies deserve the finest treatment. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Only the finest for those we kill. Well, you've come to the right place. I have many decades of experience in such things. Almar told us you were quite skilled uh, in the ways of smithery. Now, normally, uh, silvering a weapon is quite a difficult task. I would charge 100 gold per item Yikes! for most customers. And seeing your response to that when she says it, it's like, well, seeing as how you're friends of Almar, I could offer a discount... Perhaps 60 gold per item. That is for materials and significant discount on the labor. If that still seems a bit steep, then I should be able to add some temporary silvering that will last for a few battles, perhaps, but not as permanent parts of your weapons. And that I could do for 15 gold each. I think that's more what we had in mind. I'm going to be up front with you. The payment that we're getting for this quest is 75 gold, so, like, obviously it's a zero-sum game if we spend anywhere close or more than that, you know, well, for our time it's, and stuff. It's Shava, and if I may, if I may interrupt you? You absolutely may. <laughs> I mean, you're interrupting me by asking if you can interrupt, so just go ahead and say and do we, it. We don't need <laughs> to silver all the different weapons. Right, right. We need just temporary silvering, which is why the last... We really just need to silver you, because you're the only one that deals damage in the party. But, <laughs> but on the serious note, more serious note, uh, Aslo has a magical weapon. Yeah, it's a weapon that can become magical for one round after he casts a spell. Right. It is a magical weapon. It's just that... After you cast a spell, it becomes a plus one magical weapon. Okay, so it's just a normal, like, if you're a non-spellcaster is wielding, it is just a magical short sword that is exactly the same as a regular short sword for damage purposes. But it just counts yes. as magical. Okay, okay, that's cool. Then then you, okay, good. So Aslo's good. Sweet. We just need Tokus's rapier silvered temporarily, and then uh, some of my arrows silvered temporarily. Yeah, so if we do the math on that, we're still going to be walking away with 45 gold. Well... But we probably shouldn't be saying that in front of the smithy. If it's... No, I don't mind. Like I said, I don't mind being up front with her. I'm letting her know what the what the deal is. We're getting paid 75 gold for this. So uh, if it's going to be 15 gold per arrow, then that's not really going to work. No, the arrows don't have a significant edge, so I can do them much more cheaply. Okay. However, since they're normally only one use anyway... I should be able to do five for the 15 gold. So you'd get five shots that have to count. What if, say, I just gave you a handful of silver coins? Could I just pay you, a, like, a couple gold pieces to melt down the silver? 
so that I could just dip my arrows in it. Dipping your arrows in silver isn't going to help so much. I would blunt them and cause them to lose much of their effectiveness. You guys are the ones that really deal a lot of the damage. I could just be more like support. I don't I don't necessarily need a magical weapon or silvered. Any magic spells could potentially be used to deal damage to. Okay, that's a, that was exactly my question. So spells would be the same as a magical weapon. So, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so I'm good, Shabba. Why don't we just focus on you? Well, I suppose we could always just pay 15 gold to silver up my short sword temporarily, and I could just fight with my short sword instead of my bow. I wouldn't be nearly as effective, but... Do we know if it's like the final blow has to be with a silver weapon in order to kill it? Like a like a troll kind of situation, or... They probably have DR or resistance, so like okay. every hit is going to be less effective unless it's with a magical or silver weapon. Gotcha. I don't know. In that case, maybe maybe still do your arrows? Five arrows for 15 gold. That's, that's going to go by pretty quick. Yeah. I shoot five arrows in my sleep most nights. <laughs> I mean, if you just use them as kill shots, that would work, right? Yeah. I mean, I let you guys go up and uh, do the brunt of the fighting, and then when you're like, hey, this guy's about to die, then I mark him and take a shot. What if we did a package deal, and I... Pretend to hypnotize the smithy unsuccessfully. <laughs> Look, we're, we're trying to protect your city. Let, I'm going to try to convince her. Let's see if I get a good, good roll here. Oh, persuasion check. Okay. So this kind of is important. I mean, think about your own shop here, your own establishment. These guys are thieves, and they're taking for from innocent businesses and people. Don't you think you could help us out if we're the ones that... They're going to be who wiped them out for you? I already said I'm giving you a significant discount on the labor. I don't know that there's much more I can do. Mm. Even if I roll really, really well? (laughs) Well, what did you roll? I didn't roll yet because I'm nervous. (laughs) Yep, that's two with with my... Yeah, that's a one. How do you always roll low on everything? On everything? Rolling a randomized. We, I had a, a dungeon master once who we went through an entire session and he was just rolling so terribly the whole time. And at the end of the session, he looked at his D20 and he realized that it had the numbers 1 through 10 printed on it twice. What? Yeah. Oh, no. I don't know how he got that or where he got it, but he he stood up and threw it in the garbage can. <laughs> and was like, that, I can't believe that I just used that for the entire session, not realizing that it was <laughs> only one out of ten. That's the worst. Yeah, it's... Um, it's uh... <laughs> All right, I'll switch, I'll switch you to a different dice. Shaba, maybe you're right. Maybe we just silver your, your sword instead. I mean, it sounds like a relatively manageable... I mean, I, I have no idea how powerful were-rats are, but it says the num- the group is thought to number about half a dozen, so there's six of them. So if we got five arrows, I could shoot each of them once and not miss, or we could just do my sword and I could just use that instead. Yeah. Ooh, other idea. We pay instead... For smithing lessons. <laughs> <laughs> Give a man a fish, teach a man to fish, right? Yeah, I feel like that might be useful in the near future for us. Why don't we uh, learn how to smith? <laughs> how much would that be? I've trained for over a century honing my craft. Getting smithy with it. Yeah, but you know what they say. Teachers do all the plowing you know, for the students, and then the, the students can just waltz on through after. Uh, I've never heard anyone say that before. 
<laughs> you could give us a crash course. I am a specialist in doing such delicate tasks as adding silver to a weapon in such a way as not to hamper its overall abilities in combat is extremely difficult. Is there any downside to just having a sword that's silvered? No. It's just, it's all upside, right? You just pay an extra hundred gold for it. Yeah, what is the upside? Is it just, it's just a better weapon in combat? Is this like Fire Emblem? (laughs) I mean, it's really just, you get the ability, so if it is ever relevant, then it does something. If not, it's just a normal sword. So you said 60 would be the price for doing that, for doing the permanent silvering? Yes. Huh, and that would be just like if we bought a silver short sword. Well, then you'd be paying a little bit more for the price of the sword itself, too. Well, yeah, but I mean, mechanically speaking, like, the the makeup of the actual sword would be just the same. Yeah. Hmm. Now I'm tempted to spend the 60. <laughs> we still do make a profit if we're successful, you know, taking them out, technically. What do you think, Aslo? Well, I also think that if uh, Shaba silvers only his blade, then that might be an expense for Shaba to pay for himself. So that would be something else to consider. Oh, and that's... I was going to. Yeah, I wasn't going to drain from party gold, which we don't have any of anyway. Yeah, so... I'm just saying, I'm paying 60 gold to earn 75 divided by 3. Right. So, (laughs) the math doesn't work out very well for me on that. No, it certainly Uh, does not. I mean, even 15 gold, I'm I'm earning 75 divided by 3 in a way that's disadvantageous to me. Mm, Yeah. Ooh, I just thought of an even better idea. Call me crazy. You're crazy. I know. We throw silver coins at them. (gasps) We tie silver coins to our swords. (laughs) No, no, even better, even better. What if we commissioned her to craft... I'm trying to think about how to phrase this. <gasps> uh, even better idea. We stab them with our swords and then insert silver coins as if they are a coin, a slot machine. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. <sighs> There's a word for this. Brass knuckles? <laughs> we, we make something for Stripey that makes his claw attacks silvered. Uh. Like something to go over his claws. Dude. And then he's an anti-wear badger badger yeah he'll be like wolverine we just silver his claws he'll basically be wolverine with silver claws oh wait no i don't want to give stripey an upgrade this is a terrible (laughs) idea why did i why did i think of this you you didn't hear that from me that still leaves shaba without silvered weapons the problem is shaba is specialized in ranged weaponry so why drop 60 have you ever worked on animals and i turn to the smith (laughs) i've made barding for horses and such have you ever worked with badgers? <laughs> I can't say that I have. Well, wait. We we need to go to the dentist, and maybe we just get him silver fillings. <laughs> also not a bad idea. Yeah. I don't know, just throwing ideas out there. I like the stabbing them and then inserting silver coins like they're a slot machine idea. <laughs> yeah. Guys, we're overcomplicating this. Why don't we just go straight up Dracula and just have some silver stakes? Because silver steaks are probably expensive. Probably more expensive than wooden steaks, which is what they used on Dracula. That's like break off a chair leg and and you're good to go. And sharpen it to a point. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is silver we're talking about here. Is there like a rent a magical weapon place down the road? (laughs) I think I saw a sign for that. Rent a sword. Bob's discount magic weapons. (laughs) Wait a minute, wait a minute. That's the answer. Could we rent a silvered weapon? <laughs> she probably has some silvered weapons just to rent for this mission. Surely you have some in stock. 
I don't know about renting them, but if you were to purchase one, I would be willing to buy it back for close to the full value. How close? Closer than 15 gold? <laughs> Even if it's used recently to slaughter no, something. No, we'd clean it off first. As long as it is still in good condition, it could come down to maybe 10 gold. So, like, we buy it from you for 60 and you pay us 50 to, to buy it back the next day? Right. That seems like our best deal. I still think the augmenting stripey idea was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if he had silver claws, you could just grab him and swing him around. Hmm. It's a shame. Ah, <sighs> all right, sure, let's do that. Let's rent a sword. Well, uh, sort of. You're still out buying. Yeah. You sound so down about this, Shaba. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just I, like I was all excited because it seemed like a relatively manageable quest. And it paid 75 gold, which is, you know, decent for, for like, a, a day's quest. What if we use this as an opportunity for Asla to shine? We're just his backup. You know, I could damage them, too. Are you okay being a supporter? Oh, yeah, no, it's not that. I don't, I mean, it's not that. I, I don't mind just using a sword instead. But my up, my upside on this quest is 22 and a half gold pieces, and I'm spending 10 of them right now just to get a weapon that works for it. So maybe it's not actually worth that much. So I'm, I'm earning 12 gold Yeah, for this? Split between you and Stripey, of course. Right, exactly, of which I'm, I'm getting maybe like three or four gold, all things yeah, <laughs> considered. Yeah, you know, maybe if, um, I mean, it all depends on, on how resilient they are to non-silver or magic weapons, but even if you're only doing half damage, for example, that's still something, right? Yeah, I don't really know mechanically how it works. We could also just let you use the magic weapon we have, and then Aslo and I would just cast spells. Like, we really could do this quest with, you know, mostly what we have. You think? Yeah, it would just be a little weird, because you, yeah. It's an option, it's it's just that my only uh, spell that deals damage is Thunder Wave. Mm. And that's not a, you can only, it's not a cantrip, right? You can only do it a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, I can only do it four times. Mm per day so i mean four times a day is dece perhaps i could plant an idea in your mind yes we're open to suggestions (laughs) (laughs) she says these thieves in the city are likely to have quite a stash are they not you mean Mm. the the were rats that we're about to go kill precisely if they have indeed been thieving yeah. Then there could be quite a bit of treasure down there to be found. Wait a minute. Have you done inventory on your shop lately? <laughs> Have they taken something from you? Because <laughs> we could go get it back for you. I don't believe they've taken anything. Yeah, but look behind you and Togus tries to grab her smithing hammer. Oh, look, they, they took her smithing hammer. <laughs> There's a bare spot on the wall with like the, the outline of a hammer. <laughs> And you're like, someone stole it. It must be the wear rats. Don't worry, we'll get it back for you for a significant yeah. discount. <laughs> you're making Dark Toka seem so evil. No, I don't. I don't do that. I but I consider it. I, I look longingly at the hammer on the wall, considering I might do it, but I don't. So you're saying that perhaps if we start doing the job, then the tools to do the job may present themselves. I think she's just suggesting that. If we make this investment up front, it may be more uh, of a payback on the back end uh, than yes, yes, only yes. the payment from the guild. Right. Which be- makes a lot of sense to it me. It does, actually. Now that, yeah, now that you put it that way, 
if these are thieves, then they're good enough thieves that someone submitted a quest to the Sapphire Saber to stop them, which means that they've probably stolen some good stuff. Okay. All right, I'm with you now. All right, give me the silvered sword. I'll take it. 60 gold. Here you go. All right, now we're talking. Thank you for your business. I hope you are successful in your endeavors. Thank you. I we hope, so hope too. we are too. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot more to lose than just sixty gold if we don't make it back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. uh, with that, I say we head for the sewers. You work your way down to the water's edge, and with your newly acquired weapon in hand, prepare yourselves. For an excursion into the city's underbelly. Oh, oh my. Freaky. Freaky.